Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole, living, loving, adventuring, engaging. The place of celebrating, sucking the marrow from the bones of life's experiences. Oh, just really taking it all in with gusto. Oh, yeah, I am on quite a bit of a high, which is a bit problematic because I do need to get some rest pretty soon. Um, yeah, just this is being recorded sort of just after midnight, but um, tonight was the third movie night um, with the idea of being a soulful movie night once a month. Trusting that whichever souls, magical, wonderful souls, land up coordinating to meet on the evening, that there's something there for all of us and there's a reason that we all come together. And tonight's movie was Youth, which I saw, oh my God, it's the one with Michael Caine. And I saw it on the big screen. It's absolutely magnificent. There are scenes that the lighting, the composition, the everything, just literally feel like, if you, if you can, watch it on a big screen. Wow. Um, lost something because watched it on a smaller screen tonight. But um, I remember at the time, it was like being in an art museum. But I was watching, it was like a film version of art combination with music and sound and oh wow it's one level to the movie so it is a two-hour movie and it's quite different um beautiful in that we live in a time with so much instant gratification and so much sort of of the movies made today the mass media stuff is very much in that vein this is more slow to savor oh my god so layered so dense um, all of us were commenting about watching it, you know, more than once. It's been a, I did see it several times because it was just so beautiful. I, I couldn't get enough. Like I saw it with one friend and then I think of other people and landed up going several times. Um, and wow. So spoiler alert, I'm going to just share some stuff from this movie because, oh my God, celebrating our capacity to learn from one another's stories and from stories and characters of films beautifully made to be the most incredible wake-up calls. Oh, themes in this movie of the prejudices that we carry and how we have conditioning that perceives us to see situations and people a certain way when they can be so far from that. And, oh my Lord, how... We can miss one another in a lifetime. There's characters here where also like, oh my God, the acting, divine, scripting, oh my God. Oh, lighting. Yeah, on so many levels, just absolutely magnificent. Actually, well, I think I am going to be watching this again. Um Two things that I want to celebrate in this movie, and like I said, is a spoiler alert, unless I actually don't mind. I often watch, 
like breaking down or, or the teams that made a movie discussing it before I even watch it. So it actually, I actually have more appreciation sometimes um, when I watch after I've had a bit of context and background. But I know some people like to have the first experience straight off. Um, so character, there's a father and daughter. And there's obviously been some sort of disconnect because the father passes remarks about, as a parent, the things you do for your children. And there's a scene where the daughter literally, like, lets rip at her dad. And you can clearly see that from her perspective, she thought he was completely not connected to the family, the kids, the wife. And the only thing that existed in his life was music. And he had no heart, soul connection at all to the family. Like everyone is just insignificant and all that matters was his career and his music. And there's threads of the degree of his sensitivity and his capacity to feel and that that are threaded through the movie. So, beautiful lesson in, oh my God, how do I even articulate this? Because there's multiple examples of people being told someone else's opinion of them. And there's a theme of choice in this movie. And you see some characters that literally get drowned. It's like this tidal wave of someone else's opinion of them that completely drowns them. And you have other characters where, yes, you can see there's this shock, but then there's a choice to be like, okay, so that may be your opinion of me, but this is the opinion of me that I hold. And then there's also the choice of, if you are in a situation where someone's been pretty raw and brutal, to actually just sit and reflect on it and to see the elements of truth and have the humility to admit. So in the scene where the daughter's really brutal with the dad, you can see in later scenes he's reflected on this and he admits because she's talking about how he shares that he can relate to a situation of hers, like a heartbreak she's going through. And for her, it's just like straw that broke the camel's back and no dad, you can't. And she just like lets rip quite brutally with him. And he reflects on this. And then you see in a later scene saying, you know, you're right. Because she talks about her mother having more relatability to her. And he says, but you know, your mother's not here now and, and I am. And... So the daughter thinking that nothing mattered in his life. And then he's been asked to perform before the Queen. So he's a conductor, composer. And you see him refusing this invitation because it's a particular song that he's famous for, series of songs, one song. And his wife would sing it. And there's a scene where he gets pushed and pushed. This person comes back really like, Wanting to understand, like, why won't you perform for the Queen? Like, what is it? Is it the person we've chosen to sing with you? Like, what? And he keeps saying his personal reasons. And this particular character, you don't see a lot of expressive emotion from him. But you get his connection to his music. You get his capacity for creating beauty. And, oh, does this person push. So the daughter's in the room with him. This is after, you know, her thinking that the dad doesn't really, hasn't cared about anyone doesn't care about the, didn't care about the mom, didn't care about the family. And, oh, acting-wise, just another level. But then you can see, because Michael Caine's character gets really emotional 
and makes choice, makes this decision to share. And his daughter is sitting in the background listening. And he explains that the reason he's not going to perform is because he wrote those songs for his wife. And she was the only one who ever sang them. And in his lifetime, she will be the only one who ever sang them. And now she doesn't sing anymore. She's not, she cannot sing anymore. And that is why. And he gets very emotional. It's very beautiful. And the daughter, oh my God. So <laughs> after her, like savage rip at her dad about how he didn't care about the mom. Here's the story. And the choice also to be open, to open our hearts to realizing, oh my God, we have been so off the mark and so misjudged somebody. And she's crying, but like you, you can barely hear. This crying is not audible. And from her saying how her dad doesn't get her, when this guy leaves, the dad can sense that she's crying and calls her name and says to please like stop crying. But you can see just how he was so intuitive to pick up and sense that. Oh, so such a beautiful movie and that message, wake up call of, are we expressing our love and not to assume, it was an interesting take on love languages, that the dad had, like in composing it for the wife, music was his F everything. So that's how he expressed his love. But it's not necessarily how she received it or knew. So, yeah, just to make sure, you know, that we express our love, affection, and appreciation to people in life in ways that they register it <laughs> and not assume be limited by our um, expression of love, um, but to make sure it's being received on the other end. Wow. And I know I'm on 10 minutes. I just have to share because the other one was also beautiful themes of enjoying subtlety, simplicity, our interconnectedness, oh, layering, oh my God. Focus on future, on how we create our reality, also about our choice of focus and what defines youth. And another beautiful scene because one of these actors there was a particular like iconic role that he always is associated with no matter what else he does. There's a beautiful scene where a young, I think she may be a young actress, but really young, I mean, preteen or, or yeah, kind of tween, or maybe early teen. And she comes up to him to talk about a scene and he immediately assumes it's this robot movie, which it wasn't. And it's so beautiful because the acting... She's just so authentic, just in the moment to share with him her, her, the impact it had on her. Where he played a dad who didn't see his father and didn't see his son until he was, her son was like 14 and meets him at a diner. And she says there was a particular dialogue that really impacted her where the son says, you know, why weren't you a father to me? And he replies, because I never felt up to it. And she says, this young girl, in that moment, I realized something important. She says, I realized that none of us, no one ever feels up for it. And that's okay. So it's like a reassurance that everybody, we're just showing up. We don't know what you just show up to do the best you can. It's not like anybody's really feeling like I got this. 
um, and just in that shared sense of communal vulnerability is huge freedom and transcendence and power. And, oh my God. So you can see the impact. Like he's thought that anything else he hasn't, he's done has not made any impact. And what stood out for me from the scene was, yeah, he got, sometimes we get feedback on the impact we make on other people's lives, sometimes. And it's beautiful when we do. But for those moments to actually grow our capacity to know that in every moment, showing up authentically, we are inspiring others. And into we are touching people's lives in ways we don't even begin to fathom. And we can lose that sense. And I know this is a long one. I'm just going to give you another example of how so many times insights and beauty and everything comes from the conversations we have with one another if we are willing and open and just to trust, to trust always, always. It's showing up to be our best authentic selves is serving life and one another in ways we can't even begin to fathom. And sometimes, yes, it's wonderful to get that feedback. And it was also just a reminder to give that feedback. Don't hold on to it. It can be so significant for someone else to understand the value they've derived from interaction and to share it. And then also to know that showing up to be our authentic selves in every moment has profound impact. Um, even if we don't see it um, and just be, be careful of where we're getting lost and what we're focusing on. So the last share for today, um, I went for a check with my knee and was referred to a physio and he was putting on this magical tape. My God, he got me to bend my knee in a way and he put on this very super sticky tape that made it much easier for me to walk. But then he failed to ask if I'd moisturize or had some sort of cream on, which I'd that's like part and parcel of a daily routine. Um, you moisturize after shower. And he just didn't think to ask. And as I'm walking around, he's noticing that it's sort of coming loose. So it was just such a lesson because then I'd mentioned this to a friend who then messaged back to me. Because then by the time I walked a little bit and got home, God, it totally lost all its elasticity. And a friend said, oh, so sorry about that. And somehow that remark triggered for me like the insight of, wow, this was just such a lesson in how this is a super amazingly sticky tape, way stickier than regular. And if it's on unmoisturized, like absolutely clean skin, it can super stick on for a good couple of days. That's how strong this is. But if you have the teeniest, tiniest remnant of some sort of oil or moisturizer, it completely obliterates, annihilates the sticky capacity. And it was just such a reminder there where I got this other video a friend shared, which is so beautiful about with um, bullying, how it's this power dynamic. And the bully, as long as if you look at like bully and bully, bullied, as long as the one being bullied constantly is playing into it and, you know, being affected by it, it creates this dynamic where it's almost like a tennis ball match and you keep hitting back and, and the bully keeps hitting. Whereas it's like wind to the sails. Whereas if you stop the wind and here in this case, 
the super stickiness of this tape could be undermined by this tiniest little remnant of some sort of oil or moisturizer that was taking the wind out of the sails, was taking this massively powerful sticky ability and something so simple that actually like being willing to play with the insults and roll with them and almost take them on playfully um, and turn them into actually like compliments. Like if a, in this role play, like the bully's like, yeah, you're so stupid and playing into it like, yeah, you know, I'm really, I'm not that smart, but you're lucky. You're really smart. I wish I was smart like you. So, and you smell and like almost like, oh yeah, you're right. I haven't, I've been really sweaty today. Thanks for the, thanks for the reminder. Like just playing into it can so take away the power. And there with the sticky tape was just such a profound example of how easy with the right response, the right sort of mix, something that has tremendous power can be completely undermined. Um, so, oh my God, this is very long. <laughs> On this glorious note, I, yeah, you're up for a beautiful movie, youth. And here is too celebrating our ability and capacity to learn through other people's stories and wake-up calls for trusting our interconnectedness and um, making sure that we are awakened to share our love and appreciation for those nearest and dearest and not to just assume that they're receiving it. Mwah. Happy adventuring, precious heart. Until we meet again. <laughs>